Good morning and welcome to St Swithin's As One at Ten. A particular welcome to any who are visiting us via the website. Well, another week has passed in this season of lockdown. Our hair has grown longer. We hope and pray that you are keeping well and managing to keep in touch with friends and family. This morning, Tim is going to be preaching on the subject of us being connected. We were created for connection. And today we're going to be considering the need for connection to God, to each other and the world. This particular time provides both obstacles and opportunities to us connecting. For many of us, there is more time for us to develop our relationship to God and thanks to modern technology, we can keep some form of connection with one another. However, as a people person, I have to say, though, that I find seeing people on a Zoom screen isn't the same as meeting person to person. During lockdown, I've been baking cakes to leave on the doorsteps of some of our neighbours. The connections that have developed through this simple act have been really positive. Three households who we had very little to do with are now texting and communicating with us. Why did it take lockdown for me to start doing this? A simple act of kindness can open a door. Let's pray as we begin our worship together. Father God, thank you that you created us for connection and relationship with you and others. As we open ourselves to you this morning, would you speak into our lives and help us to become more like Jesus. Amen. The Old Testament reading is taken from Joshua, chapter 1, verses 1 to 9. After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people get ready to cross the river Jordan into the land I'm about to give to them, to the Israelites. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the Mediterranean Sea in the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you or forsake you. Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their ancestors to give them. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be able to do everything written in it then you will be prosperous and successful. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. 
Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. The New Testament reading is taken from Mark chapter 1 verses 16 to 18. As Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. Well, good morning and a warm welcome to St Swithin's this morning. It's amazing to think how we're connected this morning through this simple video. That with the development of technology over the last hundred years or so, that through this simple link we can be connected. Then at 11 o'clock this morning that we can connect via Zoom and share and connect with each other, even when we're so physically distant. It's good, I hope you agree, to connect. I realised this morning that some people like to see themselves as islands. But it's true, as the poet John Donne said, that no one is an island. But this island mentality is proving disastrous in our culture. There is an epidemic of loneliness. Lots and lots of studies have been done. One in 2018 reported that a quarter, a quarter of people in Britain say they always feel lonely or often feel very isolated. This loneliness stunts our lives and in some cases ultimately kills us. Half of Britons over 65, consider the TV or a pet as their main source of company. Various surveys show that loneliness is the number one fear of young people today. As a symbol of that loneliness, this is a very simple story of a young man who said this. I spent two hours wandering around Ikea because I was too nervous to ask someone come with me. I ate two hot dogs and left with nothing. So this morning as we think about this topic let me pray. Thank you God for the good plans you have for us and your world. Thank you for the gift of connection. Amen. Well this morning we're going to look about being connected to God, connected to one another and connected to our culture. For Christians, humanity begins in a garden where there was harmony. There was communion between people, God and creation. It was all very, very good. We were created by a loving God, a personal God, to be connected to God and to others in good, healthy, loving relationships. At the heart of the fall, though, the problems of the world entered and there was a fundamental breakdown in relationships. We have become disconnected. But God, in his extraordinary love, sent his own son Jesus, a human being, a person, to put things right. 
Jesus came as an extraordinary gift of love to restore the broken relationships, to heal the great divide that had opened in the world and to fill the void inside our own lives. He came to save us from isolation, from confusion, from our sin, our selfishness, our greed and our shame. And he came so that he could put things right and make us right with God. As our reading from Mark's Gospel shows, Jesus came to this earth calling people to, to leave behind, to turn away from their old lives of sin and to simply follow me said Jesus, to put their faith and trust in Jesus, the giver of eternal life. At St Swithin's we want to be a church that help people connect with our glorious Creator God and offer people a restoration of relationship to the love of a Father God through the gift of his Son Jesus and in the power of the Holy Spirit. It's a beautiful invitation to connect and join in the life of God's dance. I don't know this morning how you picture God, but a week or so ago as a family, we were going on our daily exercise, a walk round uh, near the race course. And when I looked up as we were walking down this lane, I saw just above my head three uh, cabbage white butterflies in this beautiful constant dance between each other. These three cabbage white butterflies in a glorious sun, dancing, fluttering, constantly moving together and a beautiful dance above my head. It's one image of God inviting us to join the dance of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit this morning. We're also called to connect to other people. And one of the great joys of life is finding friends. It's not about being extrovert or introvert, but discovering the joy of connecting with others who bring us life. And on a simple level, friendships begin when we simply choose to speak to somebody else. We offer a cheerful word of greeting. Hi, we say to somebody. Or we simply smile. We simply smile or learn someone else's name and address them. Connecting can be that simple. It's often said it takes 72 muscles to frown, but only 14 to smile. Lots of studies have been done in sports teams that show that successful sports teams communicate affirmation to each other through touch much more often than unsuccessful teams. Successful teams have players who are constantly connecting, putting their arm around teammates who have messed up or are feeling down who have blown it. In cricket, one of my great loves, we see batsmen constantly, you know, bashing their gloves against each other between balls, training, connected and encouraging one another. Successful teams have learned the importance of being connected to their teammates. In John 15, Jesus calls his followers friends and to remain permanently connected to God at the same time. His followers are to be distinguished by their love for one another. And of course, this love is far costlier than a simple smile, but it's what you do for your family. 
You walk with them through thick and thin, in the good times and in bad. It includes sacrifice and selflessness. But we see as Christians that in Jesus' life, his death, his resurrection, that Jesus brought reconciliation to our relationship. And the Bible offers us tangible hope in the person of Jesus, that these, res- these relationships that we crave in our life are possible. That humility, gentleness, patience, honesty, peace, forgiveness and compassion and love can be found. And isn't it wonderful that God's grace can make this possible even for sinners in a fallen world like you and I? It's these stories that I'm constantly seeing and hearing about in lockdown. See how they love one another. We're also called to connect to our culture. And when I read the biblical story, I'm not left with an overwhelming impression that Christians should retreat from the world, but they should take hold of the purposes and mission and of the pioneer and the perfecter of our faith. Jesus Christ, who loved the world and gave himself for it. The story of Joshua is incredibly challenging and inspiring at the same time of how God calls particular people at particular times to fulfil God's purposes. Joshua's called, he was confident of God's presence and God's favour in his life. He was devoted to God and his word. He was committed to the task God had called him to and that enabled him to be strong and courageous, even when the, the task looked impossible. Why? So he could fulfil God's purposes. How can this give you and I heart this morning? Because the God of Joshua is the same God who is with us today. We too can engage with the world with confidence and courage. As God's ambassadors at school, at university, as nurses, teachers, artists, entrepreneurs, social reformers, administrators, engineers and even politicians and journalists too. Why? Because when God is present with us, everything becomes possible. Each one of us is able to reach out in love, care, friendship and compassion to other people. The world needs to see the church shine. To shine brightly where they are, not to isolate and to hide. A welcoming church is a relational church where we want to connect with God and with others. And we want other people to connect with us because we are good news this morning. So how can you connect with God this week? Who can you bless with a card, a text or a phone call? Let's pray. Thank you, Father, that you came to us in Jesus, even when we were far off. We pray that you'd help us at St Swithin's to grow in our relationship with you and you would teach us and we would learn to bless others. In Jesus' name. Amen.